Welcome to Girls Guts Glory, the, the broadcast. broadcast. Previously on the broadcast. But as you look, that's not really happening. I don't know what you were trying to do, ma'am, but it didn't work. Now stop it. I'm straight up about to shoot her. Should she shoot? Should we run? I throw a firebolt at her. You You're gonna roll first, and then I want everyone to roll initiative, okay? Critical hit. Oh, critical? Wow, roll for damage. As, oh, this, as you have been shaking and in fear as you have pointed your finger out, and then you just unleash it. I roll twice for the critical. You can multiply the original amount. Multiply by two? By two, yeah. 10 damage. Nice. So yeah, this shock, this shock of energy hits this hag and just vibrates throughout her whole body. Does she still look like me? I'll say this much. After you hit her that hard, there seems to be um, some sort of physical rejection of what she had been uh, kind of giving you the illusion of, and she seems to have dropped whatever she was trying to put on and is really just back in her hag form, snarling at you with her mm. teeth and her nose dripping with fucking gross shit. But I think it's quite, quite funny. Uh, <laughs> so let everyone roll initiative, please. And I would like us to go around. In unison, those creepy, creepy creatures of hers that she has around her are going to be working underneath the same initiative order as well. So they're all going to be kind of working in unison together in like groupthink. So anybody get a 20 and above? 20 to 15? 15 to 10? Oh no. Silence. We're all screwed. Are we all screwed. under 10? I can't roll anything what great. Is, what did you guys get 10 below? So let's start with like a 10 to 5. 8. 7. 4. Okay. So it's 10 to 5. <laughs> 10 to 5. What did you get? 8. eight. Okay. So Letty is 8. And then a uh, 7. 7. 7 for you. And a 5. Mm. 5 for Huck. 5 for Huck. 4 oh. for both sisters. Both sisters got at four. Decks. We rolled the same yeah. uh, <laughs> initiative last yeah. time too. Um, so we are twins. Like first, you guys get to choose. My initiative is, or my dex is higher. Oh, all right. So with that being said, first up is the hag. She kind of cackles and laughs after being hit with that energy. She takes a moment and she kind of breathes in her own seared skin and looks to you and goes. That wasn't very nice! As she kind of rushes forward as quickly as she possibly can, kind of just charging at you, just feet through the muck in the swamp. Um, as she kind of ro runs and runs and runs, she's able to get, and you guys had all kind of stepped back a solid five feet in unison, but her hands and her claws are pretty outstretched, and she's able, with that long fingers and those nails, to just get the clip of your arm as you had pointed it out. She runs for it and slashes down at you. What is your AC? It is 14 because of mage armor. Ooh. Ooh. So she runs and runs and runs, and her hand, this disgusting, disgusting hand, comes down and hits you for 26 points of oh, slashing damage. my. I'm out. <laughs> As this chunk 
a body just comes right out of Celine and she gets knocked to the ground. The witch in front of you all laughing and cackling as her back kind of cracks and she tries to get in an upright position. Question, how long does Goodberry last? How, if I like- You cast it in the morning because you guys don't have any rations, you've eaten through mm-hmm. it. They last all day. Sweet. So I have a couple still? Yes. Okay. Well, you had to recast it in the morning. Yeah. But you now have your ten good berries once okay, more sorry. on you. Okay. Sure. Slices down at you. You are knocked out, unfortunately. And then, because they seem to all be moving with their mother in unison, all of these little tiny creatures kind of snicker around and be are, are running full speed ahead towards you guys, climbing and jumping off trees and all kind of um, swarming whoever they can first find. They're all going to A-line it to Huck because Huck is at the front and kind of protecting everybody with arms outstretched. So all these little creatures come up and try to jump on top of you. Um, woof, woof. That is, I only have plus one, but that's still a 17 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. All right, so in unison, all 15 of these creatures, very tiny, um, come and swarm you. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten. Oh, that's like it. I'm gonna, gonna find go 15. S- I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm 11, probably 12, out. 13, 14, 15, okay. Perhaps we should rethink this deal. Yeah. That's okay, so these ones don't count because they are so weak, but these ones do. All right. Yeah, that's 20, because there's so many of this, 26 points of of, (gasps) uh, bludgeoning damage. As one by one, each one crawls on top of you and is just smacking you as hard as they possibly can. And the thing about these creatures is as they work in unison, there's oil dripping from them. So right now, Huck is completely covered in this dripping oil as all these creatures are kind of on top of you, swarming you in your body. He's just shrieking and swatting them. Get away, get off, that's mean. <laughs> um, and I do need you to make a strength saving throw because of the way that these creatures act. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Really? Uh... Really? 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 13? A 13. Um, so you're able to kind of keep- Oh wait, no, no. Oh. 15, sorry. Yeah, you're able to keep your wits about. You still move your arms. You're not like restrained or anything yet. You're, you're, you're able to still move and hit them off you. But they're very sticky and they're really trying to keep you on the ground. Okay, that is their turn. Letty, what are you going to do? Well, I, I um, because I'm very scared. I'm in my, you know, my, my normal personality. And um, I just, excuse me. I would like to talk to the lady in charge. Mel comes out. Okay, sounds good. I feel like we've made an error in judgment, and we might rethink this deal. I'm somewhat of a deal maker, and we would like to maybe rethink it. Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Oh, good. I'm so persuasive. Disadvantage. Yeah, two of those take the lower of the two. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, three, and then, wait, persuasion, five. Yeah, you have a feeling that she's pretty intent on her actions here, um, as you have been asking this, and it's just met with loud cackles up and down. Well, all right. Uh, Letty? Okay, yes, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I think I've really, I'm getting a handle on how to switch in character, so that's, that's great. Um, now, I'm going to take my, was that considered, no, that wasn't I an could action. Just, you can call that a bonus action if Thank you want. You. Okay. Do you wish to do something realizing I, that does not work? Yes, it's not going to work, so I'm going to um, use my daggers. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, because that's what I have to do. Now, which dice is not going to betray me? Maybe this one. Um, 
So yeah, you rolled it, hit her with this dagger. Oh! Natural 20! Oh. Nat 20 as well uh-huh. as the dagger well, finds leverage. But I didn't crazy. even add five, so 25. Yeah, no, that's an auto hit. So roll that d4 and multiply it by two and then okay, add... Okay, where is... Oh, I hate and this And then d4. add that extra I don't like these little ones. Oh, fuck. So one... So that's two points of plus... Uh, plus three piercing. So five. Five points of piercing damage. But the thing is, is that you get leverage into her. That dagger, where does it go? You tell me how you hit her with five points. Does she have an area that looks weaker than anything else? That nose is really something. Oh, um, I just want to write maybe, you know, um, into her, her head. Sounds good, yeah. Near goes, her nose, but just above. Yeah, like it goes third directly eye. above. I'm going to say, because it's five points of damage, it kind of slices into the front, and uh, there's flaps of skin Gross. where her forehead folds. Oh, so you're able to kind of slice into some of the, the folds of her forehead and get that dagger lodged in there. Gross. It's like this green, black Ooh. blood kind of oozes in between her nose, on either side of her nose, just dripping into her mouth as she tastes it and licks it and laughs. And Letty raises her fists and says, Don't you mess with me um as that has happened it is now starless turn hiding behind the tree very stealthed i'd like to make a sneak attack you may, you may. <laughs> so um so style has been standing behind this tree with an arrow notched for quite some time just just waiting um and as soon as the witch runs forward she uh she releases that arrow all right roll the hit i did not roll a natural 20 um, but I did roll an 18. That is enough to hit her. Roll for that damage and that sneak attack. Oh, yeah, that sound. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, six points of piercing damage and then two sneak attack. Nice. So nine in total. Uh, no, not nine. Uh, eight, right? Two? Um, you said six points and two? Am I correct? Yeah, eight points. Nice. So, you take a moment, you knock this arrow from around the corner of the tree. It hits her back because of the angle and the position that you're in. As you kind of slice into her side, she takes a moment and kind of cackles and laughs towards you. bonus action, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to hide behind a different tree. All right, so you (laughs) use that motion. You run nearby, one of the other trees about 10 feet away, and you just dip behind it. So yeah, her eyes are looking. She's trying to follow you. You have a feeling, though, that she's not able to catch you as you're able to run from shadow to shadow. All right. Sneak it, sneak it, sneak it. Uh, Huck, what do you do? <laughs> well, Huck's looking pretty damn bad. Uh, like he might drop it any second. Um, yeah, Huck is gonna disregard all the things that are currently on him, and he's going to... Use Slayer's Prey on the woman. All right. And aim a crossbow for her head. All right, take a moment. You just take a step back because you're just within range of her. She's about five feet away. You just need to make sure you're on that cusp, and you are. Got that crossbow. I'm aiming for an eyeball, and I want to blind her. All right. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, 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 okay. (laughs) 22. To 22 hit. to hit? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll hit. Roll for damage. <laughs> All right. Are you kidding me? Are you actually kidding? They're both ones. <sighs> but, um, so total damage, six, mm-hmm. one of which is the Slayer's, the Slayer's Prey. 
Yeah, you take a moment, you knock that, but it's harder than you're expecting. You you feel like usually you have your wits about you, but with all these creatures on you, you're not exactly able to get the exact hit you want. The crossbow like just nicks across her eye and slices into some of that extra skin, cuts off a good chunk of her ha- hair mm-hmm. right by her cranium, and you can just kind of see it seeping out. But she's still standing and kind of cackles towards you and kind of uh, unfurls both of her hands and then brings them together <laughs> curiously. You're real gross, ma'am. Um, all right, moving along, Celine. I does save. I, oh, that's save. I forgot about no, that save. Oh my goodness. Do I add anything? No, it's just a flat eight. That is a failure, my Ooh. friend. Ooh. So, two more of those, and we're in the we're in the gutter. Drusilla, Drusilda, what do you do? Yes. <laughs> so, um, oops, hang on, I just had an idea, and then I lost it. I'm trying to get it back. Okay, um, how, clo- how close am I to her? You are currently five feet away from her. Okay. She's run all the way up to you all. Okay. All right, then what I would like to do is... Um, first, I would like... So I, I want to try to use this meta magic. Um, I want to use the quickened, which is two, two sorcery points for a bonus action to any action spell. So my first spell that I would like to do yeah, yeah. is I'd like to do sleep again on all the little guys. Okay. So I cast it behind them. Okay, and they're on, they're on your friend though. So oh, they're on your friend? Yeah, so you, okay, know, never mind. you know this spell well, that if you cast it, it's going to hit okay. probably your friend here. Then not doing that. Instead, I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb on the, whatever her name is, Earth Afino. Um, and <laughs> Grazzi, um, and, uh, and I'll roll to hit. Yeah. You're casting this orb. Natural 20. Natural oh my 20. God. Oh, oh my goodness. Everyone was rolling so much. You tell me what, what sort of, uh, 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 what sort of uh, effect you want this chromatic orb to have against her, especially something as strong as it's going to be right now. So I want fire damage. Oh, <laughs> just you want to incinerate her. I raise up my hands and out of them shoot all these orbs, four orbs flying at her face of fire. She will take four D8 fire damage. Um, so seven plus seven, 14 plus six, 20. 20 points 20. of damage. Wow. 20 points. And that's a that's a rule to hit, correct? That's a ranged spell attack. So yeah, that you just create this massive ball of fire. Where do you where do you place it by her? I'm going for that ugly schnoz. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. So you take a moment, you cast out this spell right directly in front of her face, this aura burning. Mm-hmm. Is it doubled because of Yes, did you double the damage? No! Oh, that's 40! Oh my what? god! I thought you doubled from 10! No, so good catch! Oh yeah. my god! Oh, 40 geez. points of damage. All right, you know Love what? my orbs. That is a lot of damage right now. What happens is this. She's cackling and laughing, having seen your friend here knocked to the ground unconscious. She's feeling great. She's seen all of her minions swarm one of your buddies. She's living it! She's got her... Suddenly, suddenly, there's a, there's a scent of burning skin in the air as the laughter turns to shrieking, horrifying screams. When your chromatic orb just doesn't orb, it actually consumes as this thing in front of her just burns as bright as the day's sun. Take that for my sister. And it just, as it cascades away and just explodes with this damage, 
Her nose is just seared off. Her face is yes. completely melted into itself. The whole front of her body, you can see what she looks like underneath those rags. It is not a pleasant look. Oh, no. Centuries of draped skin to a point where you don't know it starts and it begins and Honey, it ends. Honey, you didn't age well. But you definitely created uh, uh, some such a powerful spell that it itself has created an armor of blackened body burnt across the front of her chest. It's wild. Um, and it's hideous. And she looks like she's on her last leg. Last leg. And as the shriek fills the forest, this high-pitched shriek, she takes a moment as this kind of half-creature still existing but barely standing takes a moment and just starts to laugh again. Just this overwhelming laugh. All right. That is your turn. It is now her turn. She takes a moment, just laughing, laughing. <laughs> and in this kind of like fierce grunt, she just disappears. Mm. This close. <laughs> a moment passes. You can barely even hear if she's gone in any direction. All of the creatures on you, after seeing their mother disappear, just scurry off of you and just in panic and just start to disperse and run in different directions. Do you guys want to try to hit them on the way out? Can I grab one by the neck before it comes Heck up? yeah. Me? So you grab one of them by the neck just in time as they're all running off. There's like 15 of them and they, seeing their mother getting decimated that way, they're full of fear. Having seen your friend with this vicious anger just incinerate the front of this hag. And this little creature just kind of with, their, with its little, your, your, your hand around its neck is squirming as its oil is dripping all throughout your hand. And uh, if anybody wants to try to help, yeah, I, I have good berry. Let me go pop a good berry in her mouth, and then I'm gonna hog tie this little creature. Okay. Yeah, you take this creature, you go over to her, you lift up her head, you pop in at least one good berry, so she's able to come back without any trouble. So you're just on the pe- precipice of death and life because one hit points in you. Hadi, what happened? Well, I walk over to my sister and I place my hands on her to give her healing hands and boost it up an additional three more hit points. Okay. So how many is that? Four. Up to four right now. I have... Where are my spells? So I, mine are only cantrips. I don't have any healing ones. You have healing word, but... Yeah, healing but word? I'm not... Can I use that now? Yeah. You can yeah. use that whenever you wish. Oh, well then, I would like to use it on her. And I believe she it's vanished. 1d4 plus your yes. spellcasting oh, ability. I was so close to incinerating her. Four. Yeah. One more. Three. One more hit from two. any of us might have finished her, and then she Five. vanished. Huck is just like crouched on the ground with his knee on top of this squirmy little creature, hog tying it, like doing his actual cowboy ties and everything, making it like a little bundle in a yeah, hemp rope. Yeah. And Huck this- looks up and he's like, your sister did an awful lot of damage and almost incinerated. That was really, really impressive. Of course she did. Thanks, uh, Huck. It's worth noting I'm also almost dead. So, just an FYI, if we run into more things, I am not going to be at the front of the group. I am going to um, cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself and also on on Huck. Well, thank you, ma'am. You take a moment as this like energy pulsates through your hands. You put one on your heart, you put the other on Huck's heart, and you just kind of let this energy seep and radiate and kind of heal up those very, very deep gnashes in both of you. 
seven each. Okay. Should I roll separately? Because I'm doing two separate spells. So I'll take the seven. Let's see. And you will get uh, 11. Thank you very much. As you guys are kind of surging forward, trying to heal these deep gnashes and this very scary kind of encounter in the middle of these strange woods, um, you take a moment having realized that all of those small creatures have run away. This one, can you tell me how you're handling it? It's very slippery and oily, and it keeps seeping oil to try to kind of squeeze out of all of your restraints. So Huck has experience with this as a as a cowboy he's hogtied it completely so hands ankles and 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 wrists are bound together um like a little prize pig and he's also wrapped a bit around the neck where the shoulders can't slip through and the head you said was really big so he can't slip through the other way and he has started to wrap it a little bit so it creates a bassinet kind of a thing so that way it's seeping yeah. it's, suck, it's sucking yeah. in all the oil so it can't drip around exactly right. and he can't just like slide through it's yeah. it's a like a rope papoose <laughs> a rope papoose <laughs> may, may i huck i would like to try an experiment I would like to dip my crossbow arrows inside the oil that's collecting in the bassinet and make them flammable. Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead. I dip all my arrows in oil, <laughs> hoping they'll moment. be flammable. <laughs> you take a moment, you dip your oil in, and as you you dip your uh, arrow into the oil, and as you do so, the oil kind of drips almost perfectly off of it, as if it can't, it does not seep or set into um, other non-permeable objects, but this is definitely creating oil. It's just the oil doesn't dance with other objects the way you would suspect. It's almost as if this creature has a special ability to produce a very strange sort of oil that is almost a defensive oil. If I have any vials, I'm just gonna start filling vials. And he has it like wrapped yeah. around his shoulder like a little purse. I don't believe you have any vials on your knapsack. I don't think you guys have any currently. Vials are something that sometimes you have to go and grab. And I think in a rush out of your out of your uh, homesteads and your, and your uh, dorms, you guys probably didn't grab as much as you were expecting along the way. That's not to say that you can't get them. You know that in Candle Candlekeep, there are lots of places that have vials, and no doubt you could raid one of the teacher's supply closets and get quite a few of them if you wanted them. Uh, but for now, no, no way to source this besides the sort of cloth that you've been able to wrap around the creature, and it's kind of seeping with oil as you squeeze it, like a little oil sponge. Greasy little morsel, isn't he? Yeah, he's very disgusting. Do you think that we should um, move? Yeah, we should leave. We should leave. <laughs> I wonder though, where are we going? Um, I'm gonna use my good old nature eyes and look for a path through the forest. If there's like a heavily treaded path or if it looks like this is a way that travelers go through this place. As you as you take a moment and you look around, Celine, you're just trying to recover from this fight. These uh, gnashes in you are creating, hopefully not scars, but if you can sleep them off for a few days, hopefully it'll heal over. But that was a deep wound. Those claw marks of the hand through the front of your body, enough to knock you out, you're definitely feeling the effects of just the shock of that moment, having been knocked down. Um, as you take a moment, you guys look around. Also, I would say, um, using your uh, rogue eyes, having seen and hidden behind some of the nearby trees and dashed from one to the other. You had caught that the trees nearby from which the hag had uh, exited, much more gnarled woods, much more dangerous brush, a mm -hmm. uh, lot more thorny, thick, thick uh, uh, 
bushes and other sort of plant life, you have a feeling that if you go in that direction, it's going to be very hard. You're going to have to hack away and it's not going to be easy sort of road. But from the direction that you're standing in, from where you are standing in, where Huxun meets you, you look out in the direction not too far away, right on the cusp of your vision, um, in the far distance, you do see what appears to be some sort of very rough, rough dirt path. I'm going to pop my head out from around the tree and go, I think we got a path over here. Yeah, I think we should just use this path. Maybe it'll lead us out. That'll be fine, then we can find a place to rest where Celine can regain some of her strength and then we can determine what better to do. All in agreement, say aye. 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 That settles it. Lead the way, Starla. All right. The next couple hours, you guys follow this dirt path. It actually, at first, is very rudimentary. Very rudimentary. You guys were definitely on the the edge of a walked forest and then a, a little bit more questionable forest. You hear some wildlife in the distance. You actually think that you might even hear um, voices on the cusp of your vision, uh, on the cusp of your hearing. And as you do so, and you follow very cautiously the sound of very distant voices, you actually catch a clearing within the forest itself, and it splits into two directions. Um, The trees here are much more inviting, much taller, and they do look like they have been uh, planted and taken care of here in a way that is... um, is almost inviting, but it splits off to the left and it splits off to the right. And what you see here is a path on the left and that dirt, that very rudimentary dirt path that you guys have been following for almost three hours now, um, has turned into a bit more of a, almost like a cobblestone path. Now there's rocks there, there's stones that peter off to the left. Um, Off to the right, you see what also appears to be almost like hardened um, clay. Um, these sort of tiles put together on the right-hand side. Um, There's a divergence in the path, and you see one tiny little kind of childlike-looking post with two directions on it. There's an arrow pointing down the path of the the cobblestone path, and there's one pointing in the direction of the clay path. Um, And from what you can read, um, one of them says... Home, away. <laughs> which one says which? Does the one on the say... left with the cobblestone says home, and the other one says away. Well, this is a predicament. We could either go home or away. And uh, I feel like we should go home. Well, that depends on whose home it is. Like, what if this is the home of that hag? Well, she seemed like she'd have better handwriting. Oh, maybe. I don't Unless know. she had she one of had... these plump little morsels write it for her. She had really ugly hands. That's I mean, true. I don't imagine know how you can do anything with those nasty with those fingernails. Okay, ladies. I never. L- uh, Letty shuts them up and says, we have to decide because I think we have to go back and find all the people um, that are in that book and take them down one by one. This is just me assuming things, but maybe. I don't think we're strong enough to go back. I we have to go back. Also, I'm not a lady. So, oh right, hello. I'm sorry. You're just so kind and have beautiful little freckles, and oh, sometimes I you. forget. Sorry. Excuse me. I, I am rather tired. I feel like I need to rest, but also sometimes when I dream, I have visions. So mm. perhaps that can help us uh, decide which way to go. That sounds. That is, after all, what led me to my sister. 
Well, should we rest here then? Or should we go down one of these paths? We should find a cave nearby to rest and then dream which path to go down is what you're saying, I think. Are there caves here? Somewhere safe to rest, perhaps? Or we can take turns to rest. But I, I hope that I may be able to, or perhaps my sister, that either one of us might be able to get some insights through our dreams. Um, quick clarification, what kind of terrain is this? Uh, forest terrain. Forest? Okay. Mm-hmm. But you guys <clears throat> did hear some sort of voice, some sort of discussion happening in the distance. Uh, the voices have stopped now. Um, and where you guys currently are in this, these two paths that kind of peter off in either direction, you swear you hear in the far distance that voice, some sort of it's, it's male voice maybe, in the direction of where it says home. Do I sense what the voice, um, if they sound jolly or angry, or is there any sort of sense Hard I have? Hard to hear from here, definitely. Okie dokie, well, I'm going to go see. I mean, you know, what harm can it do, I guess. Huck <laughs> just starts walking down the path towards <laughs> home. Okay. I'm going to go with him. All right. So as you guys are kind of cautiously walking down the cobblestone path um the stones become more and more refined looking um and you can definitely tell that you're creating some noise like the stones themselves create this kicked up sound not of crackling cracking feet on the brush or you know leaves like there's a distinct sound of clattering as you're you're making your way to the left hand side of the divergent path um I'm assuming the rest of you probably keep behind them and let them scout ahead ever so slightly it depends on what you guys want to do I am exhausted, so I lean on my sister, but I say to her, well, obviously he didn't like my idea. Perhaps we should just... Stick together. Stick together. And I am... She's leaning on me, and we are hobbling down the way on the cobblestones, trying to make sure that blood isn't dripping off and that you're in good spirits as you're approaching whatever this might be in this very questionable and strange forest. And Letty looks around and they've already taken off and she's kind of just by herself looking around. And Letty, come along. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm coming. Wait, wait, go slower, please. <laughs> you kind of try, yeah, you're stumbling a little bit over the uh, cobblestone as everyone's walking Whoops. forward. Um, tripped. But you're able to make things out a little bit better after about a 10-minute walk. Um... Very cautiously, very, very deliberately trying to make sure that you're not approaching it in any sort of way that could rile up any sort of altercation or create. You're trying to do it as quietly as possible, essentially. And you feel like you can hear now what that is. It's not two voices. It's one voice. And then it's the sound of a flute. And you hear this. I wish I were a young man. I will be a young man today. And it's something it's some sort of creature doing a call and response with a wood instrument and singing himself a song in the far distance. You can also smell and see now that through this kind of area, this little path, though the trees are covering uh, and providing shelter and shade from the sun, um, there's definitely the scent of something cooking in the air. Um, some sort of meal, um, and it's very pronounced. It seems like some sort of um, like clove-based dish. Uh, it's full of spices, um, and it's, it's kind of tickling your nose. It's quite... 
<laughs> it's hard to tell if it's if it's food or if it's it, it, it the t the scent is of a cinnamon clove. It's almost uh, luscious and decadent and sweet in the air. Oh my goodness, I love that sound. That music it reminds me of home. I feel like I'm going to stop performing and go. I need to find find this this little jolly guy. Where is he? Huck's like right out front, and he's just marching up, mm -hmm. trying to find. Still trying to be quiet, but trying to like look around trees or something to see what this thing is before he just very brazenly like will go out and say hello. Okay, sounds good. So yeah, you just kind of keep charging forward as all of you guys are catching this and you're all starting to hobbling forward or trailing behind. Um, as you kind of walk forward very, very, uh, and approach kind of just unapologetically in some ways, um, the, the music stops and then you kind of stop and then you hear this being sung. I guess there are strangers approaching, la 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 la. How do you do, strangers? Can you hear my voice in the distance? Welcome to my home, welcome to my home, home of mine. <laughs> uh, howdy there, my name's Huckle. Um, I'm a singer! <laughs> so oh, hi. You don't know, You don't know where the voice comes from, but you hear like, the sound of something kind of approaching you guys. Wait. Where are where are you? Um, as it, you look around, you you can definitely hear the sound, and it, you you suddenly look upward, and above, in some of the trees up and uh, towards towards the top of the trees, there keeping its distance, um, you see these two little legs swinging over one of the branches, um, cloven like their actual hooved feet here, um, and this little kind of kind of um uh, furry little legs of his, um, this kind of a uh, just full out torso, fleshed out torso, just manly torso up and about. And this little wood instrument that's kind of dangling over him um, in the shape of a very interesting looking male object. And <laughs> you... Oh. oh. Letty closes her eyes. Because she, she's very, she's very, she, oh, oh. Did anyone, did, 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 did you look at what, what that, what that was? It's what a did, penis, Pat. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is Hansel. Hello. hello. <clears throat> so, sorry. I said this is another. Um, hello. You haven't met me yet. No. Uh, I am um, Hasselbachen Fuchenstein. Hasselbachen. Ha Hasselbachen Fuchenstein. Hasselbachen. That's it's cool. hard. It's easy. It's very well. But I uh, particularly okay. love that instrument. I'm an opera singer. Uh, and um, this looks very, very funny to me. Uh, Okie dokie. Anyway. Hi. What's your name? Oh, hello. It's so nice to meet you. I am Hetty. 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 Uh, you're Hetty. Hetty yes. with the big It's very head. funny because we have a girl. I have a... Oh, you get my jokes. You do, you do, you do. And he's just kind of like uh, swinging his feet and he kind of takes a moment as he like drops down with one arm onto another branch nearby. I'm now a little bit more like 15, 20 feet above you, not less like 25 feet up in the, the, the sky. As he's kind of hopping from um, the, the very faint sunlight trickling through all of these very high maple trees. Um, he takes a moment and he kind of looks at you all. Um, <laughs> you can see that he's got kind of little pointy 
uh, horns on the top of his head. Um, and he's just like, he's just walking like up and down, like strutting his stuff on this branch. And he goes, what do you think of my wood instrument? Da- darling, I love it very much. It's very great. I feel like I want to play it. My, I created it myself. I am a woodworker. I love working with wood. I know you do. And I love the way you strut. Oh, it's very you. nice. Thank you. Thank you strut so it. much. Strut it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, If, if yes. you want me to play with your instrument, I can. Oh, I don't. I don't have any interest. Maybe oh. that one there. But <laughs> Excuse me, sir. And, and, and Letty, now being Hanselbacken, is uh, yes, yes. is re- looking up, you know, just with her arms waving. Uh, can you tell me who you are? What, what was your, we know your name, but what, what do, you, do you live here? What? Of course did you not see my sign? You're walking on my cobblestone. This is my home. You, oh, oh, do you, do you want, do you want to come party? Do you want to come party with me? Actually, Hetty, will you play a song with me? What? And then Huckle pulls out this banjo. Huckle, Huckle is the bard now. Hmm. But Hetty's kind of like like dancing and moving his arms on either side of him as he strikes a pose and he points down at you with his penis pipe and he goes, Hey you all, so why don't you come party with me? And we can, I've been making some mead, you can smell it in the air. And we can all hang out at my home. Doesn't that sound lovely? You guys all look like you could use a drink. Wait, you're young. You're young. Oh, I like it. Maybe I can bring you down over to the party side and show you how it all should be in your early 20s. I lean in and examine his face to gauge if he's trustworthy. There's, um... There's a moment that there's a twinkle in his eye of um, trick. Like uh, there's something in him that he likes to probably twist your arm a little bit, but it doesn't seem ill-intended. It just seems um, seems like he's taking advantage of having strangers walk into his home. And um, excuse me, can, may we, if we come in, can we sleep? Can rest? We have a sick friend. Can rest if you party with me. Of if course. I party with you, can we have her sleep? Yes, 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 yes. Come, 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 come. And he kind of like jumps from one more branch to the other and hops in front of you guys. You can actually see now, like this is a about a four and a half foot tall, half like you don't even know this creature has a low furry body and a weird cloven goat looking head. It's it's a combination of of human and and beast. Uh, but you know he's got this nice big. Uh, red beard, this auburny red beard, and this big mustache, and he's completely bald on the top of his head. I turn to my sister and I say, I've heard of these. Is this a fun? Oh, I'm not a fun. I'm a satyr, baby. A, a satyr. A satyr. Hmm. All right, show us the way then. And he kind of like hops and cobbles away on the cobblestone. Fun. Me, follow me, keep up, keep up. And he just keeps going. Hug starts to play the banjo for walking music as they go. So, um, what you guys walk into is an interesting sight. Uh, <laughs> um, it's this like half cut down tree in the middle of the forest. Um, seems like maybe it long rotted away. And the tree in itself, it's, this is the only tree of its sort. Um, when it grew, it seemed to have grown not up, but out. So the arms and the branches of the tree are kind of extended on either side, almost as if anyone could sit and swing on them. Mm. It's kind of the visual here. And, you know, there's very faint leaves still growing on the edges, of it, showing some life in the tree. But this tree looks almost as if it was shot down with some sort of lightning a long time ago and it started growing in this kind of deformed state. Um, in the center of it, you can see that he has completely carved out the center part of where he lives. It's almost like a hollowed out tree 
on the bottom. Um, very small, like the pretty much can maybe house all of you comfortably. Um, but you see all of these mats of this like ridiculous looking, it, it's like all bearskin rugs essentially. Um, everywhere, just bearskin rugs. Um, you can scent, uh, smell and sense that incense that's already like with the moment he walks up to it, it's protruding from, from the tree. It's not even that he's burning it right now. It's just like the scent of incense is just right as you're about to walk into this homestead or near this homestead. But that scent of um, clove and cinnamon, most distinctly as he kind of (laughs) unfurls his arm before you and shows off his home to you, um, you can tell two things. There's an area in the back behind this tree where that smell is coming from. And then on the left-hand side, there's just all of these instruments that look like different parts of the anatomy of a human body, of men and women, of all different creatures alike. Um, Very, very uh, uh, intricately done in different designs, but there's like boob bongos, and there's like, (laughs) um, yes, and there is like a saxophone that looks like a, you know, dong-along, and there's- (laughs) A dong-along, is that that the technical term, is the dong-along? A dong-along, a dong-along. Um, it's, and there's like, uh, there's this guitar of two people in a position that, uh, oh, yes. you can strum. Um, Huggles just like as red as the berries. He's bright red and looking at the ground and not making eye contact with anyone. He's, he's, he's giggling so hard as you're walking forward and checking out all of his stuff. He's like, <laughs> Styla leans into a to Huckle and says, Hey, Huckle. What? That one looks like a dingling. No, I'm not. No, don't make me look. Let, no, it's a dingling. No. Well, no. Letty looking up at a uh, at um all of these symbols of fertility and <laughs> human uh, spirit um would usually be very shy, but she has these big doe eyes under the glasses, and she just says, as Hansenbach, I feel very at home here. <laughs> You were right when you pointed at home. Oh, wait, thank you. Do you want to play my xylophone butt? I would love to, darling. It's like this like xylophone that looks like it's made out of a bunch of butts, and he's just kind of banging on it for a moment. And he goes, help yourself to my mead. And so you see where that scent was coming from, this very big vat of bubbling and boiling mead. Um, scent from it is just, again, you carried from ne- nearly half a, a quarter mile away. We would love to have some of your mead. However, is there a safe place I can put my sister to rest? She's not well, as you can see. Yeah, I'd like to lay down as well. Is it music that you need? She needs rest, sleep. I need some sort of healing. As you can see, I have these very deep gashes. So pretty. You sure you want to heal them away? It shows how beautiful your form is, darling. The gashes bother me less than how I am feeling, which is quite... uh, I have a lack of energy and um, some pain. Well, you drink some of my meat and go to bed. You can sleep in my in my homestead. Okay, so Hanselbakken uh, turns to everyone and says, "Excuse me, um, ladies and gentlemen, can we have a meeting in the corner for a second? I'll play you music as you talk. Thank you, darling. And he kind of bangs on the. We all come over. That we gather he around. He gets on the bongos. He, you know, ch- God, twiddles on the pipe. And um, she she uh, says. I've, I have a feeling that this man might be might not be trustworthy. I feel like his mead might be uh, a poisoned or um, um, could have a spell. I feel like we should check it because he very much wants us to drink the mead before you go to bed. 
I feel like it could be a trick. And it's maybe all these body parts are from other people and made into instruments. Just saying that I've seen this before in a movie and it's called maybe Loudness of the Goat. No, Silence of the something. Anyway, so um, I, I just think that we should check. Does anyone have ability to check uh, mead? I just kind of think sort? he's a party animal, no pun Well, if you want to take the mead and try it, oh, no, you I might as well, but I don't, I don't. really drink. I just want to go to bed. To be honest, this is the safest place, I think, for us to I check I don't say it's not safe. I think we should check the meat. I think we should all be wary before drinking it. Yes. Sir? Yes! As he turns around to you, and he's got this huge, like, fake fruit hat on um, that goes up like a solid foot now, as he's got these, like, maracas Amazing. that look like some other compromising part. Is Maybe he wearing like a, a coconut bikini? Yes, it's a coconut bikini. Great. It's canon. It's a wood coconut sure. bikini. <laughs> as he's there with these maracas that look like, like tongues. Wow. You are so kind to welcome us into your home, and you are so very... Uh, Fun. Oh, thank you. But That's as you my can see, uh, we, as you can see, we are quite young, and we are also quite tired. Uh, so perhaps we could take a rest before we have any meal or um, but I want party. To party. I'm with you all, and this is a strangers, and I want. Uh, I invite you to my home, and uh, you're not going to entertain me. I'm just going to entertain you. No, we will party so hard with you after we rest. So hard. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> so I'll make that 10 plus 16 okay takes a moment and he kind of looks at you and he goes so if, you, if you pinky promise pinkies out everybody and he goes around and he like grabs all of your pinkies and then like kisses each one as he's the making the promise and he goes okay so now that we've come to an agreement you may sleep with the expectation you party with me after Agreed. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye. I'm going to go work on some instruments inspired by you. As he, like, walks towards the wood in the back and, like, starts to hack away at some of the wood and whistle a tune as he's, like, chipping away at stuff. What did he mean by inspired by us? This is what I'm saying. He wants to put our body parts into the wood and make them into instruments. What? We'll take watch. We'll take... We'll take a shift. He could just be eccentric, but you never know. I uh, lie on one of his many blankets because I am just so exhausted. You curl up with one of the ones that doesn't smell as much of incense because that that scent is just in every corner of this little home. At least it drowns out the smell of buck. <laughs> I thought you said but, but you said buck. <laughs> Buck. And those of you who need rest or want to, you know, watch over your friends, there's no entrance. There's only one main entrance and exit here, a very large carved out kind of open area um, in this kind of, you know, uh, distorted looking but beautiful tree. You take a moment, you rest up, and it's right around the afternoon. You have a feeling that if you guys all rest up in different uh, parties together, you, you would actually probably actually wake up right around 10 or so at night for this quote-unquote party mm. that he wishes to have. Mm -hmm. So as you're all sleeping, uh, Starla, you keep your eyes open and your wits about you, and also you, Letty, only have to sleep half the time. So you guys are able to kind of trade I'll off throughout the night. Exactly. You're, you guys are able to trade off throughout the night. 
So that'd be one, a short rest? A um, long rest. Uh, a long, long rest. rest. Okay. And you're able to rest up uh, appropriately if you're going to actually do a long rest. If you wish to only do a short, you can let me know as well. But it sounds like you guys really want to rest up and heal. As a moment's passing, though, and as you guys are kind of spending the afternoon, um, you catch this, Starla, as you're kind of like keeping your wits about you, just watching him. He is running everywhere in preparation for this party that you have promised him. Um, not only has he been whittling and putting one thumb out and one tongue out, looking at your face, like trying to get the exact sort of shape of some part of you, you don't understand what, uh, but he takes a moment and he's just like whittling while watching you. Mm. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, pull my jacket closer to me. <laughs> That's perfect, do that. <laughs> he just keeps kind of carving away at this wood. Um, as he is also whittling, he takes time and he's like gathering and humming and skipping around and grabbing nearby flowers that are like not the nicest flowers, but he's trying, creating garlands, uh, kind of stringing it up in this kind of weird looking tree, um, trying to make it as presentable and party-like as possible. Um, he also leaves for about an hour and you don't know where he goes, uh, but you want to keep by your friends, but he's definitely gone for the better part of an hour. While he's gone, is this while we're still resting? Or, okay. So yeah, so he goes away for the better part of an hour as you're just keeping your wits about you, about to trade off with Letty on the end of your watch. And he kind of skips back and he has all these like little, um, these like little lanterns that are glowing and he kind of hangs them up everywhere. Um, and now there's like a nice kind of like lighting uh, underneath the tree so you can actually see. And he just takes a moment, he watches you. And then he waits for you to trade off with Letty as you guys wake each other up very nervously, patting one another to Letty. Letty. Yes, yeah, darling. Uh, just so you know, he's watching us too. Toodaloo! Oh. Have fun. Well, I'm Lady Bridge, and I'm when I'm in a trance, I'm very much more serious. Um, hello. Uh, Hello. Hello, yes. Who are you? There's so many things going on inside of you. You're fascinating. Oh, maybe I can make like a five-headed something. Oh, yes, that would be lovely, mm. darling. Um, are we supposed to start this party? Oh, well, you told me you said after you all rest, yes, right? Yes, they're resting. Mm-hmm. But I want Do you to want know- to start it early? No. What is your idea of a good party? Mmm. Good party? Mm-hmm. Well... I'm your host, mm-hmm. so most predominantly, it's for you to entertain me limitlessly. Limitlessly? Yes, until I am satiated. Hmm, that's interesting. And what does it usually take to satiate you? You want to really know what I really want? <laughs> Do I? Do you really want to know I what I really want? I might. Really... Okay, come close. Okay. And he, like, grabs your ear and he whispers into your ear. He goes, a fashion show. Oh, he seems very innocent. Never mind. A fashion show. He well, let's go over your ear as he kind of steps back two feet. And I step back and kind of in unexpected wonderment. That's all it takes is a fashion show. His eyes grow like two, two sizes like of his face and like they well with tears as he kind of looks up to you and he goes, a fashion show. <laughs> well, darling, I can assure you that when everyone wakes up, we... I have an entertainer's pack because I am a bard and in there we have some costumes and we will put on the greatest fashion show you've ever seen. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. And 
he kind of like runs away and like skips through and like just starts to get really animated as he's trying to get everything ready. Um, you see him like drag from some place you don't know, maybe some sort of uh, chest or <laughs> in the ground, like this huge curtain that he apparently has been working on some time and starts to drape it against one of the kind of broken down branches as he's just like, oh! and he's just like putting it up and then he's like carving out like kind of this runway that he's just oh, actively man. trying to get ready. He's, he's looking very animated right now. Um, the next few hours passed. You guys all wake up to um, an interesting sort of vision. So uh, he apparently had been burning a little bit of incense once more. I mean, it's his home. He's allowed to do that. So the smoke is kind of in your um, peripheral or all the dancing all around you as you kind of wake up and you're kind of choking with the scent of this kind of like heavy orange. <clears throat> and he's just standing there like right at the entrance, like like just almost like his whole body is just kind of slack as he's just standing there looking at you all as you're waking up at the exact moment. Are you okay? <coughs> he's very excited. <clears throat> what? I was... I was promised something. Yes, yes, but, but what? What were you? Wait, do you what feel did you better? Promise him? I do. I feel much better. Are you Thank ready you. to party? Wait, what? What did you promise him? Uh, well, no. Um. Oh yes, 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 yes! I'm so excited. Oh, you promised me the most wonderful thing in the world. I just, I'm so excited. Is it inappropriate? What is it? Of course it is. Well, what is it? it, what? it I, I'm going to tell you, but I am. Um, it's the worst thing in the world. It's the most beautiful, beautiful worst thing. I just never thought I would get it, and you promised me it. I'm really and now I feel like I feel like all of my dreams I, and fantasies are I coming cannot, true. Well, let's hear it then. I'm, I'm just trying, but Letty doesn't speak very loud. Can you just say it? All right, listen. Listen, it's Fonduka, and I'm telling you, she wants a freaking fashion show. Well, that's easy enough. That's really that. not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Exactly. You Just let Letty talk sometimes. She wants a fashion show. It's a heat, isn't it? Yeah, it's a heat. Oh, yeah. whatever. I have problems with that, apparently. <laughs> so, I'm gonna take, here's my entertainer's pack. I take my entertainer's pack out. We all look through it. We go through costumes. Yeah, and his, like, his, like, when you said it's a fashion show and you guys all reacted, his right hand, like, twitches and his, like, left eye twitches. Like, like, he... He's just so excited about the idea of it. He kind of like is in like a stasis of like a, a of almost like stand faint fainting if it was a thing. Um, and he takes a moment as you guys all kind of walk past him one by one, like out into the main area, like ah, no big deal, okay. And he just slowly turns around and then like sits on his bare skin rug and like takes a deep breath and like releases it as the actual walkway and the um the curtain that he has drawn up with all the little fairy lights that are all dancing around now is perfectly in front of him. He kind of has dragged as well when you guys were sleeping the mead the big mead tank over nearby him and there's just all of this scent of clove and honey and and cinnamon protruding from it as he takes a huge scoop of this wood bowl and just like downs the whole thing and then tosses it and then just kind of with this big pot belly kind of pats it a couple times as he kind of kicks his feet forward ready for the show what do you guys do so this i know a thing or two about oh darling i wasn't gonna say anything but I, I was Miss Silvery Moon once when I was in junior high, and Look at we you. had to learn how to catwalk, so. <laughs> I knew you was great. I knew you was special. Oh, man, we got a little model. Huck, don't look so scared. I don't, it's really not that hard. No, I don't, I don't know how to do any of this. You know how the raccoon balances on a tree, and how he walks with one paw kind of crossing over the other, so that its hips and belly sort of sway. You can do this. Uh, I don't know about Just walk that. down like you're getting ready to face an opponent at the Golden Corral. 
I don't know what that is, and I'm also covered in dirt. I don't think I'm fit for a catwalk. We promised. Okay. We did promise, and he did let us rest. Okay. And Buck kind of nervously, like, grabs at your, like, 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 do I have to do it too? You can just be on my back, buddy. It's fine. And he, like, pats Buck's head. All right. Um, Celine turns toward the creature. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be helpful if we had some music. Oh, I'm on it. And he, like, snaps his finger as uh, you catch that, like, tied to his arm is apparently a string that he has created to like hit all the instruments so he's kind of sitting there like playing on all these strings and like kind of using his flute uh, in his you know uh, kind of what's the word the one man band kind of style um as he's kind of playing the yeah. music all around you in the soundscape it's like i'm ready i'm ready oh my yes. god we all go behind the curtain and um who would like to go first <clears throat> hansen will go second I will show you how it's done. Tell me what you do. <laughs> so I peek out the curtain to make sure that he's properly situated. I'm nodding my head to the beach. I flip my hair over my shoulders. And, just for shits and giggles, I bring out my dragon wings. <laughs> oh, wow. You bring out those dragon wings and you just I'm going strut? to give him a show. I told him I would party so hard. Yeah. And here I am. And you strut. And you yes. bring out those, you unfurl those dragon wings, and you look, and you spin, and you look, and you hit. And it's like these tight shots of just your face, just one by one, cutting to the With beat. my golden dragon scales glistening in the spotlight that's peeping through the trees. Yes, and you moon. turn, and you turn, and the music gets more animated. And he's like, yes, honey, work it, work it. Oh, I love this so much. This is everything I've ever wanted. And you kind of like exit, and, and you walk back. behind. And Q, now it's time to pass the bargain. I've taken out a clown outfit for some reason. I've put it on. The hair is go. It's bright, bright red. I have a nose on, and then I have you know the pigtails poking out, and then I have my own little skirt and my flowers all in my hair. But I also have a clown outfit on. So I have the horn as well. So as I take one step, honk, 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 and I honk every time I step. And I, yes, and I sway, and I have the attitude Letty has now is the attitude of Hanselbachin, and she just steps, strut, 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 and at the end, she stops, and she stares at him, and she says, work. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, 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 I yes, yes, snap yes. and I walk away. There, he's crying, he's openly weeping. As this is happening, and you walk back down. What do you guys do? I uh, I cast light upon myself, Ooh. and I, so that my whole body is glowing and pulsating in different colors. Oh, love it! And I um, I say, Rosilda, it runs in the family. <laughs> and then I start walking down the runway, strutting, <laughs> waving my arms as the light um, glows. And I spin, and I look at him, and I say, Darling, you have a new friend. And then I spin again, and I turn, and I say, You were right. The scars do make me more beautiful. And then I, I continue down the runway. Oh, the grace, the oh, grace, yes. the grace. And he's just like, he's just living, like the music is just getting more animated and he's like kind of um, shaping it to each one of your your styles, you know? He's just, he's loving it. Like he's he's seriously so happy. He's also drinking somehow while this is all happening. <laughs> like he's like dipping his head into his mead pool and just like drinking and having a blast. Oh man, we got two more to go. <laughs> uh, Starla that just grabs. Up. <laughs> grabs a hat mm-hmm. just a hat and starts to uh 
after seeing what they did. Uh, but she is much smaller. So she kind of just hobbles down, swaying very greatly. Show me what you're worth. Work it, darling. Show me, show me your personality. Come on. What you got? Use your cape. She, she just kind of spins at the end of the runway and then nods and walks back. <laughs> he kind of takes a moment. He doesn't know how to react to it. Fascinating. <laughs> he just keeps pumping the music on and on and on and on and on. Still loving whatever you, it was you served. Um, you hadn't realized that there was apparently, um, also you can hear the chirping of birds as like one more bird flies out at the end of your catwalk. Out of the hair. Oh, again? She really needs to have a haircut, that one. <laughs> don't I don't want to go, guys. I, don't I know push Huck. Do. No! Huck like kind of... Stumbles out onto the couch. Yeah, and, he, and the music stops. There, like, and the music stops. And he tries to do. He tries so hard. He tries to do the little raccoon catwalk where he puts one foot in front of the other, but it's like pigeon toed. And he's looking at his feet the whole time so he doesn't stumble. And when he gets to the end of the catwalk, he just kind of stands there in the silence. And then he's like, Oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? I can do this. And he pulls out an, one of his ropes and he starts to do rodeo tricks. In the <laughs> he's like jumping through a hoop and he's like swinging things and he like swings his rope up and like hits a branch and allow it allows him to like Tarzan swing oh, through the rope. I love it. Roll a performance check with advantage because everyone's <laughs> done such a great job. So, <laughs> Oh my God. Are you serious? <sighs> It was a 12 and an 11. Um, yeah, it's a 13. You know what? He is thoroughly drunk <laughs> and thoroughly impressed. Like, oh, you're kind of doing the, like, like the, the poor kid's version of this, but it's so good. It's Your heart's in it. Your soul's in it. You're, rodeo, you're rodeoing whatever you possibly can with it. He's trying so hard. He's trying so hard. And the thing is, too, is like once you finish and you're, like, breathing after, like, really performing with what you can with the rope as it's kind of, like, draped around you, uh, Buck hops out in front and, like, does one finger pose, <laughs> like, like 70 style into the air and just strikes it and then looks up. And Hetty is just absolutely enraptured with the like he stands up the music has stopped and he's just like slow clapping and i need the rest of us one by one and you walk in encore bows bows is good i don't know darling you were fabulous okay lasso tricks forever it was very good oh good all right thank you thank you for the best night of (laughs) my life and he falls back And he just like drunk in true stupor is just like snoring actively on the ground around 11 p.m. at night, one hour into the catwalk and party. Well, that might be my most favorite new person of all time. Next time on the broadcast. You know, I'll have some of this. Mill's a drinker in the group, all right? Does anyone wake me up? Nobody comes near my penis flute. He's back at the school with Professor Adewal. Hey, I'm Kimberly Daugherty, and I play Celine Tessar. Hi, I'm Kellen Coleman, and I play Letty Marie Ricecroft. Hi, my name is Alice Gretchen, and I play Drisilda Slendron. Hi, I'm Erica Fermina, and I'm playing Starla Hahill. Hi, my name's Rachel Seeley, and I am playing Huck Lokley. I'm Kelly Lynn D'Angelo, your dungeon master and woman of many faces, creatures, and things unknown. And I'm Richard Quiner, and I produce this podcast in partnership with Wizards of the Coast.